Welcome to Grow Goodness with Grace. I'm Sophie. And I'm also Sophie. And today we are here to talk about the shit everybody thinks but nobody wants to say. Welcome to the second podcast of Grow Goodness with Grace. Sweet. Sweet. We're tired. We're both tired. We should (laughs) say um, it is, oh my god, what day is it? March 24th. March 24th, Tuesday in the morning. We just did some virtual yoga, so now we're drinking caffeine. So you can get hyped up. We both ran yesterday, which we are not runners. Yeah, we're so, not runners. So <laughs> Was it we're you who feeling sent me that it. Meme? Yes. Okay, okay. I gotta read it quick because it's super funny. Of course you screenshot it. <laughs> I'm sure I screenshot it. If I'm anybody so screenshots, maybe you look for it on your I think you sent it to me on Instagram. If anybody knows Sophie, she has eighty seven thousand <laughs> screenshots in her phone of Basically random shit. I currently have like 8,000 pictures. I bet like probably 5,000 are memes. It has to be. Or something funny that I thought was funny. Um, oh, like, here it is, I think. On Pinterest, I remember one of my friends used to be like, you're not supposed to screenshot it. You're just supposed to save it. And I was like... That's me. I told yeah. you that. <laughs> Deciding you don't want to take another online yoga class, so you go for a run instead, but you don't really know how to do that shit because you're a yogi. Yeah. <laughs> Low-key, first run I went on yesterday, I seriously almost got hit by a car. I think I was, like, looking one way but not the other in my – I was just jamming, and, yeah, the car didn't see me. I didn't see the car, and so that's how my running life is going, but – I did just purchase some very expensive running shoes because I'm a runner now, you know. Yeah, because we did one run. (laughs) Because we did one run, so you better have the proper equipment. And so I hope it goes better next week. Um, Okay. Um, Well, we have to do a potty training update. Potty training update. No change. (laughs) Zero progression on that. Zero progression. Yeah, no progression. But you know what? We also haven't had any accidents like in the bathtub or anything so (laughs) I'm gonna say it's a win (laughs) okay that's our potty training update we're gonna talk about a few things today but I just want to clarify that this podcast may seem jumpy like we're going from one thing to the next but we have a lot of different um, things on our plate, so that we're creative minds, but we also love health. And, and we we're entrepreneurs. Own businesses, yeah. So, like, we just have to talk about what we know. Right, and we want to kind of intermingle all of it into one, so it's not, like, just talking about one thing the whole time. Yeah, so you guys can all relate to, like, something in this, hopefully. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, right away, we want to explain the name a little bit, and you came up with the name, because you came up with everything, because you forced me into this. I was like, I literally don't know. Maybe this is when I was like, we're doing the podcast, but I was like, okay, so I, I want to talk about the Grow Goodness for just a quick second, because, like, my business is Birchum Therapeutic, and Sophie's business is Sophie Grace Photography, and... I have probably discussed a little bit, if you follow me on any social media, the grow goodness, but basically my grandpa loves to talk and he always gives really funny speeches at any sort of holiday we're at. So this past Thanksgiving, he's um, he's kind of been sick and a little bit more under the weather, so it's a little bit more serious discussions, I guess. And as we were doing like our prayer before we ate, he was kind of leading us in that and he just told us to grow goodness no matter where we're at and he's like it's the only thing I remember in life the two g's grow goodness you can take it into any situation and I loved it I finally felt like that could describe my business so um he says that I what is it called when you steal someone's words copyright no other thing with a p Plagiarized. I plagiarized him. I thought he was going to be so proud of me and be like, great, Sophie, thank you so much for putting this in your work. And he's like, if that isn't, isn't plagiarism, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, but 
But girl goodness came from that. And then I was like, what's a clever way that we can make a podcast name to incorporate both of our businesses? And she's Sophie Grace Photography. So I was like, perfect. You know, you can look at Girl Goodness with Grace as her being like a physical business or Girl Goodness with Grace as being like a verb and how you do it. So um, that's kind of where our name came from. And it just popped in my head literally one day and I was like, okay, this podcast is about to roll. Yeah, that was a really good name. I don't know, honestly, what other name you could have came up with. When I texted you and I was like, if she hates it, I think I'm going to be super sad. <laughs> I, hope I mean, shout it. out to Deb for middle naming me Grace. Yeah, thank you. We love it. We love it. I love that name, so it's perfect. Um, okay, so that's where our name came from. And then again, we already talked about like the topics that we're di- going to try to discuss in this podcast. Try to keep it funny and uplifting, but also real at the yeah. same time. So and we're both entrepreneurs, so that's kind of where this um, – came out of but I think even if you're not like a small business or self-employed like you can take a lot of these things into the you know work world as well it doesn't have to be just if you're an entrepreneur like you can relate them to yourself too yeah love that yeah Mm -hmm. you can like take it into whatever aspect of your job you're in right now because even though you're not your maybe not necessarily your own boss I do think that everybody has some sort of obligation to their work to perform to the best of their ability and take their job. Like everybody has it a purpose. That, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. What yeah. I'm trying to say, like, yeah, whatever. So I think even if you're employed or self-employed, a lot of these topics will relate to you. Okay, let's get into our topics right away because I'm sure we'll have lots to say about them. Um, let's start with the how to keep your job and hobby separate when they're the same. And this topic was kind of given to us from my good friend Maria, who um, runs her own social media business, Impact Social. And I just asked her if she had any good um, ideas for topics to talk about, and she shot this one at me. And I was like, that's a really good thing, because I feel like a lot of people struggle with that when they own their own business, and it, it turned to something that was fun before and it evolved into a business and some people just think of it as a job which it is but you have to like still keep it your hobby if that makes sense and I think if you're in the workforce you can maybe even apply it to that as far as like I don't know I just keep thinking of Daniel in accounting maybe because I feel like he loves numbers well, yeah. but like you know I love numbers I'm gonna go into accounting wow, I hate numbers, you know? Yeah, like, like you, you shouldn't... so much. Like, you, you don't want to hate your job. But I just think that you can take this into that, too, and, and keep your job fun and not um, just work. Yeah, I know this is going on to another tangent, but I just, I just really want to, like, say to you guys that if you are in a job that you hate, just fucking quit. Honestly, <laughs> just quit. Like, Unless you can make yourself happy in that job and you can do something to make yourself love that job, just quit. Your life is so short. Right. Like, you don't live no, to work. No. And there's no better time than now to quit and find something you love. People have the idea that they started something, they have to finish it, and oh, what about my retirement, and what about A, B, and C, and it's there's, there's always an excuse. Like, if you hate it, just quit it and then find something you love because your life is too short and you spend so much time working. So you need to, like, do that for yourself and also for your employer because I think, flip side, if you hate your job, it's not fair to your boss because you're probably not You're not doing, putting 100%. No, you're not putting your heart into it. Not at all, and that's not fair. Like You should, you should work to live, not live to work. 100%. Because life is, it, like you said, it's too short. Uh, it can be taken from you at any time. It, it can go away. And so why work your life away? Yeah. So. I mean, we can apply that to everything in your life, but we're just going to talk about the job right now. Like, seriously, if you hate, fucking quit it. Yeah. Like, there is, there, there's no amount of consequences that can be more harsh than hating your life every single day. So. Right. Unless you're going to retire and, like, 30 days, don't quit. Don't quit. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like maybe take these as suggestions, not yeah. like straight up advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll kind of talk about how, like, I personally, or you can start, I don't care, separate your job 
or keep your your job as a hobby and a job. So I this is my fourth year full time doing photography, a hundred percent of the time, and now I guess podcasting. Hundred <laughs> percent of the time lately. <laughs> um, and the first like couple of years, I well the first year I was doing it, I did every job that I could take. And we were talking about this earlier and I was just saying I basically hoard myself out for every session because I just needed the experience and I needed the time and I needed the practice. And at the time it was great. Like I was like, this is great. This is so great. It's getting, I'm getting busier. I'm making money. I'm making uh, life out of myself. It's great. I loved it. I loved editing. I loved taking pictures. I loved every single thing about it. And I loved like everybody. And then year two came around and so I'd been doing it for a year and a half full time and I was still and I I think the second the first year I did about 12 weddings and the second year I jumped from like 12 to like 30 weddings and I was still taking as many sessions as I could. So sessions as far as like not weddings but like weekday uh, sessions. Yeah. Okay. So like so kind of explain what that is if people don't yeah understand. so my schedule basically is I do weddings on the weekends and I do like photo sessions like seniors families anything during the week and so I was still booking sessions every day of the week and doing weddings on the weekend okay so at that point it's like I'm shooting six out of the seven days out of the week when when do I have time to edit so I became very and editing is much more time consuming than yeah. shooting correct yeah okay. so I just I started to not like it like I it, it became a burden on me and I didn't want to shoot because I knew that I'd have to edit afterwards and I didn't want to answer emails because I knew that I'd have to say yes or find a time and it just became too much it just really became too much and I just couldn't handle all of it and I was just waiting for Christmas to end basically <laughs> because everybody gets a bajillion I get a bajillion requests right before Christmas everybody wants their Christmas card done so basically things stay really busy and up until the new year and then it kind of drops off afterwards and I was just waiting for that to happen and um, finally things slowed down and I just said to myself, I need to learn to say no. So that was like year three, which would have been last year. I really was strict on myself and I said, I'm going to shoot three days a week and I'm only going to take X number of weddings per month. And I'm going to make sure that I have at least one weekend per month off and I'm going to travel in between everything and I'm going to take time to be creative with my friends and like do fun shoots that aren't paid just for fun and um, do things for myself. So I think saying no was one of the biggest things that I could have done for myself to keep myself still loving photography. And I think people, they call it like burnout. Like people burn out where they do too much and you, you that's what it is. It's I'll like talk about that. <laughs> photographer burnout is you just, you take way too many pictures. You're working all the time. Like you have no life because you're either behind a screen or, or yelling at people to smile. <laughs> so. So do you think by saying no, I mean, this is probably an obvious answer, but it, it obviously cleared up space for you, but how interesting that you still with that space, like you wanted to travel, but when you travel, you still shoot. And when you, like when we hang out, you still shoot, but you have that extra. But it's fun. But it's fun because you yeah. cleared that extra space and now you're not relying on pay for it maybe. So maybe you can just kind of do whatever you want for that. How do I want to, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think, I think that when I, when I do stuff that's not paid, I have more fun because there's no like obligation to do it well. I just do yeah. it the way I want to do it. And like hanging out with friends that are other creatives like I have other photographer friends and they're really fun to just like bounce ideas off and so for me like saying no limiting things and doing stuff for myself was really a way to keep it fun so did you say no how did you figure out that balance was it okay I want to make this much money or I need to sustain my life make this much money and then I can just like not take clients after that or was it more so like time did you base it off of time or finances 
Um, so I basically have like an X number of how many weddings I want every year. And I'm like, once I hit that number, I don't need to take any more after that. And have you taken more? Unless they're like out of a busy season. Okay. So, and in the summertime, I will keep one weekend open every single month and I won't book it. Because you love the lake too. Yeah. So, and I just need to have, and I do not book on the 4th of July. <laughs> anybody is inquiring, no 4th of July shoes. Yeah. So that is like my strict policy is, because I just know that if I were to shoot on the 4th of July, my heart would not be in it. I would want to be gone. I'd I just have to say, I, if anybody knows me, I love a good hot dog. And that just reminds me of hot dogs so much. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it comes from the gas station or if it comes from a baseball game. But that's but, why I like love to go to outdoor games in the summer. If if you invite me, like I probably will not pay attention, but I am there. Just want the food. hot dog. One hundred percent. Red Hawks game. I the first one I went to last year, I ate two suppers because I just loved the food so much. <laughs> I got like one drink and just spent like thirty dollars on myself for food. So. That's how I feel about going to the Bison games and those roasted almonds. Oh, I don't go to the Bison games. The roasted. Don't hate on me. Uh, I don't go to the Bison. <laughs> yeah, she likes the Wildcats. Yeah, my, <laughs> my heart's with NDSCS. Yeah, I guess that's so. kind of like my thing is I learned to say no. And I learned to even, like, just, what's it called when you, like, give out jobs to other people? Refer. No. Well, yeah, I guess that, too. <laughs> that's not what I, I meant. I literally have zero idea. <laughs> no, that's what I meant, too. So I do refer a lot of people so away. I was so confident in that answer. Um, but, like, uh, like, this year I hired Daniel to do all my accounting. And that's oh, just. um Delegate. Delegate, yeah. Delegate. So I delegated that job to somebody else, which was something that I We love you, Daniel. If you hated. haven't said enough, we love our accountant. I hated doing all the accounting work, and so delegating that out really just lifted something off my shoulder where I could, like, feel like I could be more creative and work more without having to worry about doing that in the background. <laughs> what happened to me this year at the beginning of this year, we both hired Daniel to do our accounting, like but our I've, book work every month. He's done mine for the last like four years. Oh yes, but. so he's done your like final mm -hmm. taxes. But mm -hmm. like for each month, we hired him to go through our QuickBooks and to just like do that portion for us. So this year, I had told you I was like, every year I feel like I'm scrambling at the end of the year. So this year, I had specifically told Sophie like my goal is to like upload all of my receipts oh. onto my computer. And I'm going to, like, separate them month by month. And as you guys know, like, I had the studio renovations going on. I did so well. I was so proud of myself. Every receipt that I got, I took a picture. And then how I saved it was I screenshotted it on my computer. And then I just, like, put it into a file. So proud of myself. And so as I'm going through this technology, because I, I don't understand technology, I was trying to make room for this podcast on my computer because it kept telling me I didn't have space. So I had like found this YouTube video and it was like, if you delete this type of folder, it'll clear up tons of space on your computer. And then after you do that, you want to empty the trash. So then the trash is empty because lots of stuff hangs out there. All my fucking receipts are gone. That's the moral of the story. Accidentally I, deleted every single uh, receipt. No, I do have the receipts. I just have to take pictures of them and resort them and then all of the ones that I did online that I do like all my yoga orders from or stuff like that like I have to go back and try to remember so everybody please, feel bad for her super bad for me this was really hard hit okay back to yours again what were um we I think I pretty much said everything I need to say I guess my my things to just like keep them separate is like work when you need to but also take time to be creative and travel because it really like just invigorates me is that Travel a word? So Invigorating? Yeah. Invigorating. Yeah, that's a word. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just like really, like if I just leave for a week and a half and I go and take pictures in a different state or country and I come home, I just feel so much better. Yeah, and even just to like travel is so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so good. So just. And I never really, like I travel once a year, for sure once a year, but it was never like, I never thought about travel the way I do until I became friends with you because you travel much more frequent than I do. I think I looked at it as 
it's just an expense versus yeah. taking time off for yourself. And and I it's used not to a hate it. Thing to travel a lot. I used to hate going traveling. Like I used to hate road trips with my oh. parents. Never, don't that. ever invite me on a road trip. I will fly anywhere, but I love road trips with like Logan. We do really good on road trips, but road tripping with Craig is, you know, <laughs> it's just not the most fun thing <laughs> in the world. Do you guys listen to talk radio? He does. Craig he lis- is her dad. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to talk radio, and we stop at every single monument <laughs> and read it, and then we get back in the car and we drive some more. <laughs> So I hated it growing up, but now I love it because I do it in a way that I like it. I used to have to travel. My grandparents, so where my family is from Minneapolis, and that's where everybody lives. And then my grandparents moved from St. Paul to a little town. Well, actually, they moved to Siren, but like by Siren, Wisconsin, which I don't know where that is. (laughs) I'm horrible at geography. I could not name all 50 states, but it's far away like six hours and I have five siblings and we used to have one of those astro vans do you know what they are yeah 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 and we would travel together to Wisconsin a lot and maybe that's where the trauma came in like I just remember at one point I was so little and my older sister she was probably like Six, I don't know, and my younger sister was a baby, and she put a piece of gum in her hair, like as my mom's trying to drive us all to Wisconsin. And correct me if I'm wrong, mom, but I feel like Mary did that to Claire. And I just remember being in like, I think it was the McDonald's bathroom or something of the sort, and my mom had peanut butter trying to get the gum out of her hair. And I'm like, that was just our life. We traveled a lot to have to go see or road tripped to go to Minneapolis to see you know, all of my... And you hated it. Yeah, I hated it. It sucked, (laughs) like, the rides there and back. I love my family a lot. No, don't invite me on a road trip ever, please. I'm going to say no every time. But if you want to fly, I love to fly. Out on a tangent again. Again. But you talk about your... How do you keep, like, I guess specifically yoga, because massage, I guess... I don't know. It's not not a a hobby. hobby. But I so love it, like... This is such a weird thing to say. Um, I love to work on the neck. So if I get, like, a good neck to work on, like, I love it. Like Just it satisfying. It's so satisfying. Any of my LMTs out there, like, it's so satisfying. I love the neck. Um, but, no, I just love to do it. But it's that's not – that's more of, like, saying no because people are hurting, and so I want to always get them in. But I've kind of figured out – a. A decent schedule for it. I always work Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then sometimes Tuesdays, Thursdays with it. But my Tuesdays and Thursdays are never full days because it is really hard on like my strenuous body. on your body because mm-hmm. it's like a constant. And mentally, like you want to be in the room with the client with their energy and you know just be there with them. And if you are working on you know if I take six people in the day that six person is not getting the energy that right. I had from number one and that's so, like, how that's I feel fair. too if I like shoot every single day by the fifth day I don't want to do it so yeah. then it's gonna be it's not fair to them it's totally not fair because they're paying the same price yep so that's where like I protect myself but I also protect you guys so if I'm saying no it's it's really because mm-hmm. I think you deserve more than what I can give you at that time and that's how I feel too like I don't want to take people just because they just because I want to make money. Like, I want to take yeah. people because I want to take like, good the pictures. Like, great, but, like, you want to do a good job. Yeah, and I want everybody to get, like, an equal experience. If my head isn't in it, I don't want to – I don't want – I don't want them to get short – Yeah. Like, short-sticked for it. If you didn't pay me and I just gave you a massage, I still would do just as good because I – like, I value the work more than the financial part. Right. So, and I just love it. Again, blessed. But, okay, so massage, we can't really relate as much. But yoga, man, what a learning curve for me that has been. I don't have very good balance right now. I kind of know what I would need to do to find balance. But I think in the beginning of this business, like, I am on the hustle game where I just, like, have to, I feel a need to provide an adequate amount of classes for you guys without burnout. So that's been a really hard line for me. Like, 
I definitely was feeling some major burnout a few weeks ago because I can do yoga on my own, but like, I don't want to think about it. So I want to take a class. Yeah. In order for me to take a class, I have to go to Fargo and I'm not getting any time to do that. So that's kind of where my boundary is, is I need to set classes so I can have them spread out throughout the week and I can teach, but also also take. take. Yeah. And it's, it's very energetically consuming. I freaking love it. Like I will, I'll hit up some caffeine and just like rip out an awesome class and I love everything about it. But after, even though I'm not doing it with you guys, I'm exhausted from it. And so I can't teach. I have to have good boundaries with that as well. So I try to keep it like once a day. There is one time I do twice a day um, and I try to have them spread out and I'm maxing out right now like six classes per week and I won't do any more than that. And if I was doing just yoga, I probably could do more, but because I have all these other um, side gigs, side gigs <laughs> what does my grandma say? Like I'm burning the candle at both ends. Is that what it's like? Yeah. Yeah. That I'm trying to really protect myself. So I'm in the process of learning boundaries and I don't necessarily need to say no to classes I just need to figure out you need to say yes to yourself yes and I want to figure out what's going to work for me like I know I can teach this many classes a week but like what schedule like what time of days can I do it am I getting adequate amounts of sleep how can I make it more consumer friendly so I'm not responding to emails all the time about how to sign up and what to do so it's just more finding the groove for it and I was so busy before um, we were renovating here. Great month. <laughs> I remember it was like, I got the go ahead. I want to say it was end of December, right after Christmas or something where I knew I was going to for sure have the space February 1st. Yeah. And you started renovating in January and then I left on my trip. And when I came back, it was done. And we didn't have anything FYI, like December hit and I knew I was going to get the space and so and then January 25th I left for vacation and then I left after that and then you left after that so that month it was like having to buy everything and run a business run a business and try to keep up with my classes and it was kind of a busy time of year for me so that month I just remember like every day (laughs) we were both like you just kept saying like it's okay it's okay you have to get through January It'll be better after January. It'll be better. And it, it, it is so much better. But I think I was so tired. And then I went on a work vacation. So I worked a lot on vacation. It was so fun. But I was exhausted. And I came back. And it never really slowed down for me. It so got really busy. It got really So maybe busy. this time right now is good for you. I know. Even though I feel like um, it's harder for me right now. Because yeah, like, like class-wise. Class-wise, I'm trying to figure it out. And, like, if somebody doesn't get their link or whatever. But... It got so busy in the studio. It was so fun. That was so fun. I can't wait. I hope it goes back. And now we're just it have will. all these projects because again, creative mind. I'm like, what how do we get people? How like, how do we get people back when all this get, is yeah, over? Like, um, and I think because I'm just so creative and I'm at such a good point where it's so hard to be like, stop and calm down because I just have all of these ideas now that I have space and so. I'm just really working on that boundary. I don't have good boundaries yet, and I don't know at what point I will. Um, But no, like, I was suffering. Okay, it came with huge consequence. I was suffering burnout. I was super overwhelmed. I was crying a lot. I I was trying to figure out, like, you know, guiding and muddling through that time I was trying to figure out a a better way to approach it. So there is some consequence to that. I'm not happy all of the time. I'm actually, like pissed and sad and scared and trying to and trying to go through it so there is severe consequence with that and I was getting burnout and I wasn't wanting to teach as much as I was Mm -hmm. and so it's not a happy thing but it's also like a great learning experience and it only makes you stronger so there is really good things to come out of it and not so great things so we're not saying like take any advice out of this it's just (laughs) showing like you had you went through all of this yeah mine was years ago yeah like I'm so experienced but (laughs) I went through, like, that one year when my business really just blew up. It was madness. Like, I literally had no life for, like, 10 months. And trying to... And, I mean, I love it, 
But I had to learn to say no, and I had to learn to take time for myself because if I didn't, I wouldn't want to keep doing it. Like, I remember just thinking, like, do I want to do this forever? And I always, like, tell people when they ask me, are you going to do this forever? Probably not. (laughs) I actually say that all the time with yoga, too. I'm like, I don't know how long it'll last. Like, I really really like it right now. I can see me doing it through, like, the child age because it would be really nice to work from home. But, I mean, I always tell people, you know, if I'm, like, 50 years old, who wants to hire me? Is there a hip, cool photographer? Have you seen that grandma that has, like, the white hair and she always has the hippie bandanas on? They make memes out of her That's all gonna the time. It's going to be me. I'm cool, I promise. Hire me. My hand's a little shaky, but it's going to be fine. So, I mean, I can't say I'm going to do this forever, but I can say right now I really enjoy it. And I think because I, like, take time for myself and I say no and I have a really good balance um, that I You probably do. have good longevity for it. Yeah, I yeah. could probably do it for a while. <laughs> and I think it's so cool just in the fact that – and this has probably been taught to yourself. Like, I had to teach myself to be okay with whatever I'm doing in life right now and know that it's not always promised. So when people did ask me, like, how long do you think this will last? Like, I'm super content with saying, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'll do it forever. I'm going to do it as long as people yeah. can come. But it's okay if it ends because I am – dedicated to doing something next like I've right. always like we talked about on our first podcast like we're just always going to be trying for that next thing too and that's again structure of the mind and kind of how you process and think but I do have a lot of hats in the fire you know trying to I forced you into this podcast but you forced me into social media <laughs> oh yeah she made me learn how to market on social media and now I'm trying to like listen to podcasts and teach myself social media and I am in school and you know I have all these hats in the fire and I think once I get everything this is what I keep telling myself I'm sure I'll start something new after but once I get everything going that I'll have a better work-life balance yeah for sure but this you know what really keeps me grounded is my child like I'm very lucky to have him because I have to be present with him and he is a huge priority for me so when I'm home, I'm with him, and I always make sure I have time with him and for him. And if I didn't have him, I don't really know if I would create that space. So right. that's a really good thing, too. But just to touch base, like, um, creativ- create- creatively? Creatively. Oh, I don't know why I can't think of that word. Um, I, I don't know if anybody knows, but, like, I don't come up with my um, sequencing until I'm literally in class and like I base it off of the music and the energy in the room and I love making playlists like it's one of my absolute oh yeah you do I don't come in my car I'm making a playlist I know (laughs) I like can't concentrate and and I love the music part of it and how many playlists do you think I have on Spotify just as many as the screenshots you have on your phone (laughs) thousands like literally so many playlists because I listen to them all the time I just like love it and I bounce one playlist off of the other and I could spend hours on Spotify it's one of my favorite things you use music as your motivation yeah and it's it that is what sparks my creative creative outlet for class is like I make a playlist and then I develop and it's so fun for me. So if I'm feeling burnout, that kind of that part, like I won't make a new playlist for a long time. So our next topic that we wanted to really touch on, because again, we want this to be entrepreneur and health based and health based for sure. So I think this is really interesting. I actually love this topic because it really, I think happened for the both of us almost at a similar time, but finding what exercise is right for you and kind of the number on the scale that doesn't define that. So do you want to go? Do you want me to go? <laughs> um, well, you can go first this time because I went first last time. Okay, so I've always been like a very active person, but I it was kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, I work out, but I do like 20 minutes of a workout online. It wasn't a lifestyle. It was – I don't really know how to describe it other than being a chore. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like, this yeah. is a chore for me. I am going to play this episode of whatever the heck I was into at that time and push myself to do it. Make and yourself. I experienced a really bad backlash from that 
And that's how I kind of found my exercise of choice too, besides my mental breakdown with it. But <laughs> um, I was doing a program where I was lifting and I, I just feel like lifting was not for me. I was seeing some good results, but you know, point blank at the end of that, that it just, it hurt my shoulder so bad. I have a kind of a messed up shoulder and I have to really be careful with it. And because I'm using my arms all day for massage, it was good to like build strength around the joint, but lifting weights was really bad. I thought I was going to have to quit my job. That was kind of around when I went to Mexico in that December, 2018, that could not have came at a better time. I was at the chiropractor every other day for two or three weeks. She was taping my shoulder and it was horrible. So when I came back, I was like, I'm just not going to do that anymore. And then that's when I dove into yoga for different reasons and fell in love with it. And my body, I knew it was right for me because my body responded so well. I don't have to do it every day. I do it when I want to do it. Sometimes it looks like one day a week and sometimes it's every single day. My body has never been more strong or lean. My body responds so well to it and it makes me so mentally happy as well. And so that's where I found most love and I feel like it became a lifestyle for me versus a chore. Yeah. And then in turn, I don't even own a scale. Like I have not owned a scale for I don't either. A long time. Mm-mm. I and it's you know, everybody has their opinion on this and I'm sure we're going to get some shade for it because you know, I I don't know what it's like to be severely overweight, but yeah. I know what it's like to be severely uncomfortable in my body. Yeah, like you had a kid. I had a, I was like, wow, I've never weighed this much in my life. And then I got super skinny. And that's when I was kind of like, okay, you cannot base it off of the scale because, but then I was feeling mentally like crap, you know? So like, right. I was, it was just a weird combination. And so with yoga, like, I feel so good and the days that I don't feel good and I feel a little bit more overweight, I try to really listen to my body and what I need and if I need to eat some foods that are a little bit more anti-inflammatory or just kind of lean myself out or do specific exercises in yoga to help me and then I start to treat my body like that versus like, oh shit, I'm 155 instead of 150, what am I going to do? Because our weight fluctuates. Take a crap and you're going to lose five yeah, pounds. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's how you feel. So yeah. Like, I feel like I did my exercise for the day. But really, you you can't base it off the scale. So I ditched my scale a long time ago, and I completely listened to my body. Like, I was exhausted. Today I did some yoga, and I'm probably not going to do anything else. Yesterday I had tons of energy, so I went for a run. Right. Um. And I just really try to listen to my body. And that's kind of what I learned through all of this. Yeah. So now you share your experience. Um, so, like, I I should probably preface it by saying, like, I've always been a more, like, active person, too. Like, I played basketball and volleyball in high school. I, like, rode horse. So I was, like, you know, active, like, doing that kind of stuff. I've never been, like, severely overweight. So I can't relate to that um but I was never like I felt always like growing up through in high school I was never like the like small friend you know what I mean like I'm like almost six feet tall I'm kind of a big person (laughs) so and I'm really short yeah you're really short so So I think you're uh, almost six feet tall yeah I'm like 5'10 so if I wear shoes I'm almost six feet tall I'm 5'1 and (laughs) 3'4 so like growing up I always like I was never overweight like I I don't want to say that but I always felt like the big friend you know like you know you go and you walk with your three five foot two friends and (laughs) I'm freaking six feet tall I have one friend shorter than me and I feel super uncomfortable around her so I can't imagine your daily life yeah so I always just felt like the big friend and I think it really like played a toll on me when I was like going to graduate and I wasn't going to play sports and I was going to college and I thought that I needed to run every single day to stay skinny so that's kind of like my I never really had like a eating disorder or anything like that so if that triggers anybody I'm sorry but I just felt like I needed to stay active or else I was going to be the it's, it's kind of 
a different type of disorder, though. It's like addiction yeah. to exercise. Yeah, I was like addicted to exercise. Like I felt felt like if I didn't work out that day, I gained ten pounds. Like that. Like when I looked in the mirror, that's yes. what I felt like. That's so relatable. Yeah, so relatable. So and then I kind of went through um, just kind of like a dark time in college. We won't talk about that. And when I came out of that, like I met Logan, we were together, and I just became very like comfortable with myself. And I realized that, like, exercise didn't have to be freaking an hour of cardio. It didn't have to be running. I didn't have to be, like, dying by the end to be and successful. I think that's really relatable that if people think if you don't spark your heart rate that you didn't get a good workout. Yeah. Yeah. So I started when we moved to Wapaton. So I used to live in the country, which is kind of difficult to go to the gym when you live in the country. So when we moved to Wapaton, I started going to the gym, and I actually really fell in love with lifting. And I know you didn't like it, but I really liked it, and I still really like it. And great, great <clears throat> testament, too, to show, like, exercise can be different for every single body. Yeah. Like, physically body. And yeah. it's not like I lift every single day. I mean, I used to, and that's when I did feel like crap, and that's when I started going to you, and that's why we became friends. Same left shoulder pain. Yeah, same <laughs> shoulder pain. So now I, it's just kind of like I lift and I do the stair stepper because I really like it. I really – I go and I like it. And then I started doing yoga like a year ago, and I loved it. And I feel so much better now. Like I feel like I have better posture. My back feels better. And I just feel like I have a really good balance now between different exercises that fit my – body type and my style like everybody likes different exercise some people want to do at-home exercises some people want to go to the gym I physically have to like go somewhere to get my mind into doing it um, where some people can do it at home and I just I am not an at-home workout type of gal I cannot do it I don't want to do it if I have to be at home so when people try to get me to do it I'm just like no stop I can't yeah because it's it's so not for everybody and I love to go on walks I love to take the dogs for short runs like I just I love being just active in things that I enjoy doing versus forcing myself to do it. Because it feels, again, then it becomes a chore and yeah. you don't want that for yourself. Like I truly look forward to going to yoga every single week. And I think if that's something that you can look forward to doing, then it's right for you. Yes. Like and I'm excited to go. Like I like when we would go to class, I'd text you like before. I'm so excited for class. Yeah, we love class. Yeah. We love class. And even if I hate it, like even if I'm in it, I'm like, this is ass. Like I want it to be over. But yeah. I still love it. I yeah. still love it. Like though. I get so jacked to go, and that's when I think you know like it's right for you is if you're excited to go. Not if you're just I mean, and th there's something to be said about motivation. Like sometimes you just don't want to do it and you have to make yourself do it. But that shouldn't be your every day. Like some no, days you're some days you need the self-discipline, but you're right. That's not your yeah, every day. You need discipline to go, but like I feel like sometimes I don't want to go to the gym and I'm like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. But once I get there, I'm like, okay, I like it now. It's just yeah. it's the self-discipline getting there, not actually doing the exercise. Yes, I I completely agree with that. Um and the scale thing too, yeah. I just don't own one because I don't think they represent who you are. If you're working out and you're lifting and you're gaining muscle, you're going to be gaining more weight and it's, because and it's, it's muscle. And like it fucks with your mind. It, and it's a mind game. It makes you feel like crap. So, I mean, if you want to scale, you do it because this is everybody's yeah, life. And this if is you want to exactly, do it, you do it. This is just our – this is what we found works best for us. So, like, yeah. please take that into consideration if you're listening to this. Some people, you know, don't really work out but rely on the scale because they eat different – foods per day you know what I'm saying so or they, they're like they're bodybuilding and they they're doing yeah. competitions so they have to weigh themselves like yeah and so this is just like personally and we just both yeah. love yoga so it's just like that's what we talk about but and you do what works best yeah. for you just like keep a healthy mental state yes like my sister Mary hates yoga and even though I and she loves it, running she, and we hate running and we love <laughs> yoga we she's like the weirdest <laughs> but also um yeah and that's just like such a good testament because she is so healthy as well so like there is there is not one perfect formula for health no um I do want to give like a really quick tidbit of advice because I want to do a whole episode about this later on um but I because again I'm in school for um health 
coaching. But one of their big things in there is like, this is for food, but I think it just could be really applied to exercise too. Like, if you don't like it, don't force yourself to do it. Yeah. If you hate broccoli, find a different vegetable. If you hate yoga, find a different exercise. Like, just because it looks good for somebody doesn't mean it looks good for you. And so I think it's so smart to take that out of it because you're going to force yourself to eat broccoli for 30 days and hate it and then fall off the wagon because you hate broccoli. And that's right. not a lifestyle. That is exactly You want to find lifestyle changes, not like forceful changes. Yes. And I think I really have a good relationship with food now where I don't look at food as like bad. Like there's, you know, like I feel like, Maybe when I was going through that exercise craze, like, food was bad. Like, if I ate, I needed to work it off. And yes. now I eat to work out. I don't, I don't work out to work off my food. I eat to work out so I have energy. And I <laughs> – this is going to be another <laughs> tangent. I will end with this tangent on my note with relationship with food a little bit because, again, I want to do a whole podcast on this. But I was super healthy, eating really good for me, and then I got mentally stressed – and during that time of my life, which I'm still kind of working through, is I ate Taco John's because I love it. And it made me, you know, a little bit mentally happy for that evening. And it's not <laughs> Maybe not nice. the next morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all can relate. Um, it's not advice and it's not to say you should eat Taco you John's. Got, you eat what you want. But it literally, like... To me, I was holding my mental space at a higher priority than my physical body at that moment because I really, that's what I felt like I needed in that moment. And so I was okay with it because I knew I'm not going to eat Taco John's for every single meal, even though I wish I freaking could, but like I wasn't going to, I was just, it was a space in my head and I was totally okay with it. And I've gone out to eat a lot more than I wish, like. You want ice cream? You eat the ice cream. Yeah, I eat the ice cream, but I also... (laughs) realize what's good for me and I need to feel my body for my health so I know that I like I juice a lot and I eat you know a very different diet than I'm used to because I need to feel good I used to be so tired all the time and now I know what I need to do to feel good yeah so even having that education is helpful um do we want to end in a funny thing no we're gonna we're gonna end today with telling you all what our all-time favorite Netflix or Hulu show is and then what we're currently watching because I think y'all can relate you're gonna need something to watch for now um so my favorite like all-time Netflix show is Vampire Diaries hate me or love me I freaking love it it's so addicting okay I want to ask you because I know that I've asked you before but I'm kind of stepping now okay yes and I've probably watched it fully like three times through and then every once in a while, I start it back up, and I just, like, go to a season I really like, and I'll watch it through. But vamp- It, like, never gets bad. Oh, it just it makes me feel so good. And I just sometimes I'm, like, I just need a little drama in my life because I'm at home all the time, so I just need a little bit. So Did you I, used to be a Damon girl and then switch to Stefan? No, I always like Stefan. I think Damon is, like, super hot, but oh, I just so love Stefan. Damon gets real weird at the end. He gets just mushy and not the same. And I just... No, you just gotta, like... Stefan stays the same the whole that time. That like, the beginning of Damon, I'm like... He is... He's my all-time fave. I am always obsessed with him. Stefan's just a little, like... He's so good boy. Like, he's... Like, I love him, though. I just love... I'm not surprised. I love him. <laughs> you love him. And I'm like, bad boy, I love Damon. But Stefan is also oh. a bad boy because he goes off the... Off the rail, like, three times throughout the whole thing. Yeah, but he's always, like, to him true, to his true self, he's, He's like, got a dark side, though. Mm, yeah, but he's so teddy bear, like... Mm. Anyway! Anyway, okay, we're I'm Team Stefan, you're Team Damon. Do you have a favorite Hulu show? Because that's Netflix. Well, that's CW, but that's on Netflix, where you would probably have streamed it. Because Hulu's coming out with some... I mean, here. I really like... Um, a Million Little Things, or This Is Us, or Grey's Anatomy that's on Hulu. But Everybody loves Grey's Anatomy. So th- those are pretty, like, common. But I'm, right now I'm watching a show called, I think it's called The Lock and Key or something like that. It's on Netflix. And it's about this, like, house that has all these, like, magical keys. So, and I'm interested in it. So if you guys need something to watch, go ahead. I also just finished Love is Blind and The Bachelor. Um, Give us one, ep- one show that you've watched that you were, like, 
what the fuck is this? But maybe kept watching because mm. you were so bored. Do you have any of those shows? I mean, Stranger Things, I think that's like what it is for everybody. Like, what the fuck is Stranger <laughs> Things? But we all watch it. I didn't. I was too confused. Oh, I love it. I it's so stupid. Out, like, I love it. The when they were like putting the words in the wall and it was flashing, like yeah. I was so confused and then I was frustrated, so I quit. Because so it was the kid, it was the kid in the other world talking to his mom through like electricity. Yeah, it's so weird. Anyway, anyway, what's your all-time favorite like uh, show and what are you watching right now? I, I just want to like say that I am a slothy person. Like I <laughs> love. My favorite pastime activity, besides, like, actually being active... Is not being active. <laughs> like, complete opposite. Like, I thrive on laying on the couch with a blanket and my fireplace on and just hardcore binging. Like, mm-hmm. it, it makes me... It makes me feel so good. It's like... With Bo cuddling you. Yeah, sometimes. But, like, sometimes he talks and then I just... Like, I have kind of a hard time hearing, probably because I listen to my music so loud... I'm a subtitles type of person. And That's so, Caddy and, and Mallory, too. They always have subtitles on, and I'm like, I don't want to read. I know. It's so hard, but if you can't hear, you know the struggle. It's like, I just, yeah, and maybe because I talk so loud, I've, like, burnt my eardrums, but I I love it. So I've watched so many shows. I also love The Vampire Diaries. Um, I watched Gossip Girl, too, oh, all the way I through. Did you? I mean, I had to stop halfway through because it just kind of made me angry, but I did finish it. Not my favorite. Still recommend Vampire Diaries. I love... I think The Vampire Diaries is going to be one of my top five. I love that show. Um, A show I will always go back to and I always love is The Office. I love The Office. Um, I think it is so funny and it's kind of uplifting and it's just... you, You either have the sense of humor or you don't, like... Some yeah. people absolutely hate it, and I love it. Um, but on Hulu, I they have started to make a few shows. I'm watching, I want to say it's called Little Fires. I want to say that's what it's called, and I think they're producing it. It's kind of dumb because I like to binge. And, and there's only like three, isn't there? Four. So annoying. Like, I'm obviously already done with them, so yeah. I'm kind of bored, but... I love that show as well. Um, I just want to give a shout out to my absolute favorite movie, though. And you can find it on Hulu right now. Um, Year One with Jack Black and that guy from Juno. I always... We watched it that day that I came over to your house and you spilled wine on your carpet. Oh, and then I had the magic spray. Yeah, There's the magic... There's magic spray and you... I don't know what it's called, but... We have no idea what it's called, but it takes red wine out of carpet without even wiping you, it I didn't up. Even, I literally spilled... I'm not a wine person. It gets me pretty crunk, but I tried it that night, and I dropped it on my carpet twice, and I sprayed this stuff on it, and it, it just, like... Literally, it just went away. And then I lifted up the carpet, and it wasn't there. It yeah. just disappeared. We don't know where it went, but... Um, yeah. yeah, but year one. Year one, and the guy from Juno... Um, just a stupid movie. <laughs> I okay it one brings, more before we leave. So much joy. Oh, don't and I want to talk about Quantico, but that's Shameless. Just, oh fuck, Shameless is so, so good. good. <laughs> it is so good. Like it is trash. It's such a raunchy show. So it's if you're so under raunchy. eighteen, do not watch that. Probably don't listen to this either. Yeah, <laughs> but or if you have kids around. Don't watch. Don't watch it. But it's so freaking funny. I forgot about Shameless. <laughs> I love Shameless, too. And then I wanted to, like, okay, there's a podcast I listen to that fact checks, which I'm not going to go that into it. But if I do forget something um, that we talked about on the prior episode, I wanted to talk about it. So I Googled it. It was Quantico. That was the name I was trying to think of for that FBI camp. Oh, yeah. But I don't think it's a camp. Now I'm realizing it's, like, a town. So I don't really know. But Quantico was the word I was looking for. So, And I think it's Michael Sierra. I don't know. He has the weird skinny legs. But whatever. He's on year one. Check it out on Hulu for free if you have a Hulu account. It's great. All right. So let's wrap it up. Um, I'm going to say it again. Yeah, but do we want to do we want to give a little piece of advice or something? No, we gave a lot of advice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, did, we, did we say why we say I freaking love you? Did we say no. that in the last one? So <laughs> Sophie taught Bo to say I freaking love you. So that's why we are going to close. But he says it so intense. Like, I freaking love you. And then he's like, I freaking love you. So that's why we close our podcast with that because Bo is our spirit animal. Yeah, he really is. All right. I freaking love you. I freaking love you. Bye.